Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm so glad you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And I'm just Joe, no title. And today the subject is forgiveness. And so if you brought your Bibles, we'll look at a good example of forgiveness in the book of Genesis chapter 25. And we'll start reading at verse 29. The story is about Jacob and Esau. They're twin brothers. They're the son of Isaac. Abraham had Isaac and Isaac had Jacob and Esau. And so reading from verse 29. Now Jacob cooked a stew and Esau came from the field and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, please feed me with that same red stew for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, sell me your birthright as of this day. And Esau said, look, I am about to die. So what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and he sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew and lentils. And then he ate and drank, arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. It's a foolish thing what Esau does. And then Jacob takes advantage of that because Rebekah, their mother, overheard Isaac tell Esau, go and kill a goat, a prime goat, and make me a meal, and then I will bless you. Because he was getting ready to die. He was very old, and he lost his sight. And so Rebekah tells Jacob to go and get a young goat, and she would prepare it. And he could go and tell him that he is Esau. But remember, Esau sold his birthright early on. So it's not like he stole it because Esau sold it. Do you understand? God's hand was in on it. And ultimately, Isaac ends up blessing Jacob with the inheritance. And so Esau, when he finds out, he's mad. And not only is he mad, but he wants to kill Jacob. So Jacob flees. And so turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter 33. We'll start reading verse 1. Now Jacob lifted his eyes and looked, and there Esau was coming. And with him were 400 men. And reading verse 4. But Esau ran to him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. They wept. You see, Esau was forgiving Jacob. Jacob was traveling with some goods to give to Esau as a peace offering. And Esau is traveling to make peace also with his brother. But Jacob didn't realize it. He thought he wanted to still kill him. And you can see that they reunite. And that's what the message is here about today. It's you and I and all genuine Christians out there need to mend their relationships with their marriage, with their family, and with friends. You want to make peace with everyone. That's what the Word of God says. And especially the ones you love the most. Amen? Amen. We'll look at another story. Please turn with me to the book of Galatians, chapter 2. So now, 
Paul is going to tell us a story that happened in Antioch. And so we'll start reading verse 11. Now, when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcised. And the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him. So what's happening here is, as you know, the Lord opened the door for the Gentiles to receive Christ in their heart if they believed that Jesus came incarnated from heaven, suffered and was crucified and was buried in a rose. And God allowed them to receive the Holy Spirit. And Peter was very instrumental in sharing that with the Jews, the circumcised, and uniting both into the Christian church. But here what we find is when the Jews would come around and Peter was there eating with the Gentiles, he would separate, he'd leave them, go with the Jews because he thought they was going to offend the Jews. Well, that's not being Christ-like, amen? Man, we have to love our brothers as ourselves. It doesn't matter what race we are, what country we're from. If we're all Christians, we love each other as ourselves. In fact, the Bible tells us to even love our enemies, right? Yes. So Peter was doing wrong. But what I want to point out here is he didn't realize it. And others followed in his footsteps. Because, well, if Peter's doing that, we should do that too, right? So it's very important to examine yourself. And if you have a fellow Christian that is looking after you and gives you the truth, because sometimes we have blinders on. We don't see we're doing wrong. We can think we're doing everything right, but we can be sinning. And Peter was here. But see, he needed to have somebody tell him what he was doing wrong. Or what you can tell somebody if you see them doing wrong is say, well, switch places with them. Let's say Cornelius. Cornelius is the first one that I know of in the Bible who is a Gentile who receives the Holy Spirit. A righteous Christian, but a Gentile. And so let's say that Peter is sitting there with Cornelius. But then James comes and all the rest of the, the higher ups of the, the Jewish Christian church and he leaves Cornelius like he doesn't know him. And he goes over and sits at the table over there. Now, how is Cornelius going to feel? So if Peter switches places with Cornelius and says, hmm, I wouldn't like that, right? Okay, so now he can understand. And the same thing with your friend or your loved one that you see is doing something wrong. Even a marriage Let's say that your wife commits adultery. But you did something to cause her to do it. Now, I'm not saying that adultery is okay. It's not. 
But you need to look at yourself. Did you do something to cause her to do that? You might have. And the best way is to, to think about what it might have been and then trade places with her. Would you like that if she did that to you? Do you understand? Because if you can own it and you take the hit, then it's easier for you to forgive the person. Because God wants us to forgive. He says in Matthew, on the Sermon on the Mount in chapter six, if you do not forgive others who have wronged you, he will not forgive you of your trespasses. Now, if somebody wrongs you, let's say they burglarize your house, they come in and rape your wife. You have to forgive them from your heart. But you don't have to walk hand in hand with that person. But if it's your loved one that you're married to or your family members, your sons, your daughters, the word says not to provoke your children to anger. If they have been disrespecting you, think about it. Did you do something to provoke them to anger to cause that, I'm not saying it's right. No, the Bible's clear. They are to respect their elders and their mother and their father and especially God Almighty. But you got to think about it. Did you do something to cause that? And then just own it. Tell them, hey, I'm sorry I said this or that. And then make up. Make up. Have peace in your life with your family and your friends and your husband or wife. Amen? Amen. And so brothers and sisters, always remember to forgive or you won't be forgiven.